What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Constructing Topics Podcast, where we deconstruct topics, and today's episode is going to be a bit controversial, but it's definitely going to be a good one. So much to talk about, so much to dissect. My wonderful peeps, I love you all. I'm here, slowly but surely, trying to get some episodes here and there. Again, I always said I want to do these things on a weekly basis. But sometimes, you know, stuff happens in life. Little hiccups here and there. But I just want to, once again, thank you all for all the support, listening. When you listen to this, make sure that you share this information. Feel free. And today's uh, topic will be one interesting one. It's called the Conundrum and Hypocrisy in Politics. Conundrum, what does that mean for those who probably say, ooh, what's that word? Conundrum, the meaning of conundrum meaning it's a confusing and a difficult problem or question. And when it comes to politics, we all often find ourselves where there's going to be a situation where we're going to kind of put our values, whether it's tradition, culture, religious values, to go and vote for someone for whatever X reason because it's that philosophy of you got to vote for the lesser, the lesser of two evils, which is kind of like a stupid. It's really retarded. I hate when people even bring that up because it's like, wow, you put in what? So you voting for the lesser of two evils? So they're two evil people? And I, 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 I don't get that one. But it's going to be interesting because it's also going to touch like a little personal thing that I always view and I, I scratch myself because the way this system is set up, the propaganda, the media, it's like they dump people down. And I say to myself, all right, maybe, you know, maybe just me. But you know what? I just don't. I take it back. It's not me because there's a lot of people like me out there. And I want to say this. Because one of my missions out there, and we got the 2024 elections coming up. Oh, and we doing this beyond 24, 2024. We doing it beyond. But one of the missions that I have here is just trying to open people's mind and and to stop believing this thing. And I'm, I've been online on my Twitter, Instagram. As you know, I share that information on my links. And I'm very anti-imperial, especially American imperialism. Oh, we could go on and on and on about, you know, the imperial America. It doesn't mean that I hate America because I love American people. I love America. People, you know, once again, people are going to be like, hey, that, that's kind of contradicted. Sounds like a hypocrite. I'm like, no, because this is why I'm doing this podcast so that you could open your mind because I love you so much. That I'm tired that this system, the unit party, Democrats and Republicans, are playing you like a fool. You're too smart for that. And one of the things that I was talking about recently with another independent uh, media that I reach out to and hopefully we'll have a good discussion, Orleans Media, you already know, is that I remember when Trump was president, there was these rallies in regards to the what's happening in the border and, and, and this thing with the kids in the cages. And what does that mean is that there were uh, facilities where they will be put these migrants 
And because these facilities, there was a lot of migrants. You just basically put uh, fences and, and you just stuff people in. You know, you get that turn kids in the cages because you got kids in the cages. So people was like, you know, Trump is putting kids in the cages and and so on. Even though whatever border policy that's, that happened under Trump happened previously with uh, Obama. And now it's happening more than ever. So we still got kids in cages, but more than, than, than kids in cages. So why under Trump, you got these rallies, you got these institutions. Hey, yeah, you know, Trump... You know, uh, he's putting these migrants, he's anti-immigrant, and, and he's putting these kids in cages and so on. And now that you got Biden, and you got more kids, because there's more people migrating, not one single institution that I've seen, that I've known, have made a rally. Because this was like a monthly thing, I remember. Yeah, kids in cages. I think uh, Jennifer Lopez, the singer, actress, well known from the bronze, Jenny from the bronze. Uh, I think it was in a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. She made a years ago when uh, Trump was the president. She had a halftime show and there's this, these kids and these things that look like cages. And you think she's gonna do that now with under Biden? No, that that's the hypocrisy of when it comes to politics. And I said to myself, "Wow." And this episode is gonna get a little controversial. Little extra controversial, but I'm, woof, I'm touching everything because I've, I've been an observing. I've been observing, observing, and just looking, just digesting all this. One of the things that, uh, not too long ago, uh, had a discussion with one of my uh, brothers in arms, and well, he was telling me a little story about his family and Fidel Castro and he, uh, you know, kind of told me his disdain for Fidel Castro and so on. And and it's interesting because for the most part, he, uh, my understanding, you know, he voted Democrat. And I remember I, I was telling him, you know, what's funny is that, you you know, you vote for Democrats and there's a large section of, or a nice chunk of progressive Democrats, or they lean towards Democrats that are pro-Castro. On the other side of that, Cubans who are in Florida, who for the for, for years people attack all oh, Cubans, they're always voting Republican because those people are anti-Castro, right? So that's where the conundrum comes in where you say, wait a minute, so you're anti-Castro, and I've heard this before. Then you go against the people that's anti-Castro and you join the side that most likely are pro-Castro. But that's because they tell you that Republicans are bad. And I remember, and I was telling him that years ago, Colin Kaepernick, for those who remember, the football player that kneeled down on the anthem and uh, wanted to talk about you know social issues that was affecting uh, his community. My understanding, Colin, Cap Colin Kaepernick is half black. My understanding, I know that uh, he was adopted. I believe he's half black. But he was doing some things and, you know, it seems controversial. And I look, listen, uh, to be honest with you, I never was against him kneeling. Does remember, as Puerto Rican, do remember Carlos Delgado, if I'm not mistaken. He sat down on the anthem because of what was going on in Puerto Rico and in the uh, island of Vieques. Oh, that's a different story. 
but United States being that using this island that is part of Puerto Rico, there was a military base bombing, boom, 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 people getting canceled, somebody died, just to make a long story short. So I was not against that. But it's interesting that one day, after all that, years, years passed, Colin Kaepernick has a Fidel Castro t-shirt. People, some people, especially those on the right, conservative, hey, look, Colin Kaepernick is a communist, so on and so forth. But he also described himself as a progressive, someone that wants to make changes in whatever it is in the black community. So, see that where that conundrum comes in? You say to yourself, huh? So, you know, there's that disdain for Castro, but you still put people who are pro-Castro in power. Go figure. Another thing, one, two. Again, this is going to be a little bit personal. I'm covering all bases on how I saw it. So, years ago, I used to live in a, I'm going to say, predominantly Muslim neighborhood. Down the block, there was a, a mosque. And what I found interesting, in my understanding, when it comes to Muslims, now, that neighborhood had different, it had Bangladesh, Yemen, people from Iraq, Palestine, Syria, to name a few. It was very diverse, different, you know, Muslim from different countries, Africa, you know, different nations in Africa, I remember, Nigeria, and I remember one time, you know, I, I it was on a prime month. This is years ago, and I took a cab. You know, this was like a little bit during the time where, you know, Uber was not a thing. So you just held the cab, hey, you know, take me here. And the individual was Muslim, and he just came from Mecca. I understand that he was African. And he mentioned something about the LBGTQ plus community. And how is the sickness to be homosexual? And, 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 you know, the conversation came in that, you know, there was a stall that he was passing with the gay flag and, you know, I guess it triggered him. And this was around a neighborhood that's most likely, or oh, they do vote Democrats. As a matter of fact, it was uh, Parsons. It was uh, Ocasio's uh, district, or one of her districts. So you got these individuals there who views don't align with the LBGTQ plus community. But yet I remember that uh, there was a, a Bangladesh who was running for local office or something like that. And he was running under the Democratic Party. Wait a minute. So and I remember that Bangladesh being a Muslim. So your religious view, right? Don't align, and, and I'm going to respect it. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, that's an anti-homosexual. I'm going to call it as it is. That's your religious view. They don't see LBGTQ plus the same way, but yet you run under a party that promotes fights for equality for the LBGT community. And I get it that, you know, New York City and New York, that it's hard to run independent, Oh, et cetera, because of funding. I get it. So at the end of the day, what you telling me, that you're willing to put your religious side to get some extra monies to run 
Because it's one thing I peeped in that neighborhood is that, that you had a lot of people, especially Bang- Bang- Bangladesh, you own these houses, but when you rent these houses, you only rent it to Bangladesh people. And I remember I saw a couple of Bangladesh stores during the, you know, the time with Black Lives Matter and those people that took advantage, you know, what they call rioters. There's a lot of people that took advantage of that. They were not part of Black Lives Matter, just to let you know. So in front of the store, they had these signs that says, we are with you, Black Lives Matter, for the sake of, you know, whatever. People not breaking in or anything like that. But it's funny because you tell them, you, you, you say, so you're basically saying, okay, I'm with the black cause. Yeah, let's go. I'm with the black lines, man. I'm with the black cause. But yet, hey, I don't see that much black people you renting to. I see that you're only renting it to people of your kind. And I get it. But you see, once again, the conundrum and hypocrisy in politics. I'm looking at you, Mr. Conservative Christians out there. I consider myself a Christian, basic Christian, but the evangelical church in this country has co-opted the Bible to a point where, you know, I remember not too long ago on Twitter, there was a conservative, they were calling out that there was this conservative that was in a LBGTQ plus um, parade and he was protesting and rah, rah, and he got arrested. So the conservative came, oh, you see how life is? And he was just protesting and he got arrested and, and he has the right to protest. And, you know, they were defending him because he was in a protest in the LBGT parade. And, I, and I'm saying to myself, and I should have replied, but I was saying to myself, yeah, you know what? He should have been arrested. Because if there's one thing that happens... And, and, and why I'm touching top at this topic because a lot of conservative Christian team, team um seems to lean towards Republicans. So yet you calling out you know the LBGT community two plus. I'm trying my best here. It's a lot of letters. I'll be honest with you, but I'm trying my best here. You call those people out, but yet in your church, this hypocrisy that's being taught, teach. And those church talking about dreams and visions. You must have dreams and visions. No, no, no. Just preach the word of God and that's it. That's why a lot of people don't turn into your church. They're turning away. And yet they go with their little echo chambers voting Republicans because the, the other side is the you know evil and, and the devil is the Democratic Party. And I'm saying to myself, wow, what are they teaching you in church? Mr. Conservative. You know, there's a lot of, you know, I understand it once again. In terms of Christianity, in terms of the LBGT, doesn't match. If you say, hey, listen, uh, homosexual is a sin, there's a lot of sins out there. Don't wear this hat, this red hat, talking about, oh, we must end, you know, homosexuality and so on, yo, because. You people out there in those big mega churches for no apparent reason. Oh, yeah, guys is doing is cha-ching. Come on, stop it now. Same thing not too long ago. Uh, I believe my understanding is uh, Jill Scott, the uh, singer. Even though I was not a fan of 
Because a lot of progressive liberal, they co-opt these things and they put these black leaders, entertainers in front of you. And, and, and unfortunately, a lot of these black entertainers, leaders, they, they, they become parrots of the liberals, as Malcolm X would say. So Jill Scott, you know, she had this home rendition of a national anthem. At the end, it was something about, you know, bloods in the streets and... It's still the home of the slave, referring to black people. And I'm like, all right, all right, you know. I know, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan. You're being co-opted. I'm just saying. Joe Scott, you're being co-opted. But the other side of that is that you had some conservative talking about, oh, it's an abomination of the national anthem and, and she should be thrown out. And I'm saying to myself, all right, this is where, well, we had just squished my, my, my fate. <laughs> The frustration, especially Fox News, they did this. When the Black Lives Matter, George Floyd thing came out, fortunately. You know, Fox News was like and conservative. You hear, well, white people, they get killed three times more unarmed white people than, than, than black people unarmed, you know, whatever white people get killed more than cops and so on. And I'm like, ah, oh, really? Huh. So... That dude went after Joe Scott, and I'm just saying to myself, if white people, and you're going to say that white people, unarmed white men, get killed more than cops, more than the unarmed black man, okay, what is that? You would think that that person, as a Christian, because it seems that that person, and a lot of conservatives do this, they put... America first instead of God first. Human value first. And that's where I come in. I see human values more than, than, than America, than this country. And I love this country and I love my country of Puerto Rico where I was born. But I got human values. You tell me where the fight, where somebody's being oppressed. You talk to me. We fighting that fight. And talking about, you know, join Joe Scott. Fox News. It, 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 you know, talking about, oh, you know, the white... These white people, look look at these stats. They throw these stats and so on. And you got these parrots in that channel. Fucking talking about the same stats. I'm like, yo, you would think. Smart person would say, wow, so that happens to black people too? Just like white people? Then why just don't join together and fight that fight together? But no. Divide and conquer. This is what this is. This is what this, the mainstream media, the Fox News, the CNN... Divide and conquer. What's going on there? No, oh, yeah, you know, Jew Scott is that, you know. And yeah, white people, and you see Fox News with the, you know, well, white people, and they are 80 times uh, more than, you know, the black. Again, fight that fight together, because if, if it happens to it happens to us Latinos too. We can make that argument too. It happens to Native. My understanding is some stats, Asian, all this. It happens to everybody. So you would think that we could join together where we could do a police reform. You know? Even though when it comes to the defund the police, I take it with a grain of salt. Because sometimes, unfortunately, when people that says like... I'm not going to say people. Because I know a lot of people, the true grassroots would say defund the police. These neoliberals would say, well, defund the police, meaning crime will go up. Oh, that's what happened because defund the police? Let's double the funding of police. So that's where the the, the, the the conundrum and hypocrisy. One of the things is interesting too. 
Tara Reid. So Tara Reid, and I've mentioned her before. She's the woman that was assaulted. She accused Joe Biden of assaulting her. And I'm not going to use the other word. And it's funny because institutions like the Me Too movement, if Tara Reid was assaulted by Trump, oh, my goodness. Woo! Woo! Oh, we would not hear the end of it, and I would hear everybody around me talking about he's a woman, this, and women assaulted, and blah, blah, blah. But she gets assaulted by Biden. The people that, a lot of people voted, the people that voted him that's around me. Not one pe- people don't even know who's Tara Reid. And when I talk about Tara Reid, and I said to myself, wow, so, you know, a little controversial thing here. And I still believe a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And I, we'll talk about that in another topic. So if you're a woman in this country, biological woman. So the two presidential candidates have had histories with women. We're talking about Trump and Biden that have done wrong things to women. So you're a woman in this country, in this beautiful country, and then yet... They're pushing you to pick one of them? Really? What does that say? And they're both white, white and old. So they got away with, <laughs> I guess they got away. I guess that's where the, that, that white privilege come in. But I guess the white privilege only will come for Trump, but not for Biden, I see. And where was those women in the Me Too movement going after the Trump, the Kavanaugh, the, 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 all these people that's around, all these people that they accused of, Whatever the case might be, where are they when it comes to Biden? So a couple of uh, people uh, mentioned about Tara Reid that now, you know, because it, it made naturally a little bit of headlines. Now she's living in Russia because unfortunately she was about to make some confessions in Congress and <laughs> guess they put her on a hit list. So now she's out over there in uh, Russia. And it's funny because... It was those, you know, people question like, oh, so, well, you know, Tara Reid, well, her story had questions. So, remind me, what was the Me Too movement was? I'm supposed to believe all women. It's where uh, uh, Rose McGowan, where, where she went on crazy when she learned about Tara Reid's story. So this, is, this lady is a very liberal, progressive, feminist, you call it. But she woke up. She's like, Whoa. And again, once again, this is the hypocrisy that happens. And I say to myself, why do we have to choose? You don't have to choose. Because at the end of the day, just like I told my Roman Catholic brothers and sister, it's funny how you voted for Hillary. Yet, there's institutions, there's these medias that will make documentaries to 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 make the Roman Catholic the most evil thing and get not one documentary about Hillary and we know that she has demons in her closet. Come on now. Wake up, America. Wake up. That lady's horrible. But yet you go and put her in power. But yeah, she's the first one to attack your institution. Come on, man. And this is why I started this podcast, uh, to, to make wake people up. 
Stop with this nonsense. Are you really putting your values? Do you really have to vote? No, no, you don't have to go and vote for the president. You don't have to go in and, and vote for the unit party, the unit party, the Democrats, Republicans. Come on. It was a Puerto Rican uh, brother in arms that I always talk to. Well, he's from the independence movement, just like I am. But some, for, for some reason, he's have been drinking this Democrat juice. And I said to myself, you know, those people from the independent movement, Albizu Campos, Juan Mari Bras, and other podcasts, you know those people? You know, America killed those people. America. You know what America consists of? Democrats and Republicans. But yet you, for some reason here, talking about, oh, you know, I'm voting Democrats and I voted and this and that. And I'm like, okay. I could, I, I could tell you're not really in this independent movement. You just, you just, your idea would be that that's nice. But it doesn't mean that you practice it. That's what I'm doing this podcast. But my biological sister, she surprised me for the last 10 years because she was never into like politics like that, but she never downplayed it. She just listened. And she sends me these links about Puerto Rico and she's like, oh. I mean, I, you know, to this day, I. Or oh, she's saying that Puerto Rico could be better. Maybe my mother too. Somewhere down the line, you know, it's something that has to trigger people to say we have to wake up. We have to wake up. We not not that we have to. We must. Because this 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 little puppet show cannot be going on forever. It's like uh. None of my brothers in arms, Dominican. You know, we always talking about 1965 uh, uh, invasion. United States invading, invading Dominican Republic. Right? Oh, for the best of interest. interest. There was a coup. United States implemented their president there in Dominican Republic. That was the United States. And my, my understanding, the president in 1965 was Lyndon B. Johnson, a Democrat. And then my brother and arm, Dominican, oh, hardcore Democrat. Hey, Democrat, because Republicans fighting for democracy. And I said to myself, I need to remind you who invaded your country. It wasn't the it wasn't the Republicans, right? It was Lyndon B. Johnson under the Democrat administration. But again, this is a unit party, so. They went there and they killed men and women and children for the sake of their interests so they could put their own puppet. And you here picking a side. What does that tell you, my friend? What does that tell to anyone that's out there thinking that it's cool because we're fighting, oh, we got to fight democracy, so we got to vote Democrat, right? That's what I hear because I'm in New York City. I want you to think when you vote, Democrat, and again, this is a unit party, but I'm just being specific. You know, had the logic is that they telling you you need to vote uh, Democrat because the Republicans are against democracy or they want to take away democracy. Nonsense, stupid, stupid nonsense. When you vote, keep in mind when when 
See how United States is spending billions of dollars sending ammunition to Ukraine? They're also doing it in other countries like Yemen. They're shelling out monies to Israel. It was not too long ago. There was a video of uh, these Palestinian kids and their bicycles. Something that we see here in America. When we see kids and bicycles, we say, man, oh, man, remember those good old days, man, when you was young? But to think... That in Palestine, these kids are in their bikes. And a, a, a missile just boom. Damn it, that's sad. That's, that, that's their democracy. Their democracy just ended because of you. <laughs> but how about that? Talking about, oh, you know, we got to vote Democrat because Republicans, is, it, it wants to destroy democracy. You just destroy somebody's democracy. You just destroy somebody's life. And I'm with the fight with the Palestinian thing. I'll be honest. But I'm going to say this too. I'm going to say this. Another conundrum hypocrisy. And this would be the last thing. I remember years ago there was a Palestinian. Then, you know, to, to, to make a long story short. You know, Israel, Palestine. Israel tends to just bomb Palestinian and you know Palestine tends to retaliate, but for the most part because Israel has this little uh, United States backing, obviously no match. For some reason Israel wakes up one day. Let me just keep taking over your territory and just boom. Sad, sad story. Sad story. We could debate here all about that. That's but I'm a human. I'm gonna put humans. If I see a these big ass missiles just blowing something up for no apparent reason, eh? Where are we fighting at? But I remember years ago there was this pro-Palestine. I remember I was speaking to a, a sister in arms about it, and you know she feels the same way about you know Palestine and Israel situation where you know free Palestine. But I remember this video where there was maybe it was an agent provocateur. You know, agent provocateurs, those people that the government hired to go to a rally to disrupt it. And in this Palestine rally, there was somebody with LBGT flag, right? Now, the LBGT community, LBGTQ plus community in Palestine, yeah, it doesn't have that much rights. Gay marriage is not a thing. I believe you could get punished. So, there's a little conundrum there. So be fighting for Palestine, but for the most part, people that fight for Palestine are progressive, liberal, they're most likely going to vote for Democrat, who are pro-LBGT, but at the same time, the rights for LBGT in Palestine, it's... Ugh. So that person with the flag, they told him, hey, take out the flag, and um, one Palestine kind of like kicked the person and... The person was like, oh, you see, look, look, you know, they they anti-LBGT. And I'm like, okay, look, every country has flaws and there's things that we're not going to agree. Yo, I'm with that. That's where this damn episode is all about. Conundrums. I'm in a difficult situation. What to do? But there's a greater fight of a greater thing that we have to fight. And these elites that are controlling everything, that manipulate you, manipulate us. Divide us. Are we saying we could get to that fight? We could get to that LBGTQ plus. 
little discussion with the Palestinian, we could get there. But if I'm going to fight your fight, work with me here. Work with me. Because I do believe there's a greater fight in that. You know, and I'm not trying to kind of push down on that situation. But what I'm just saying is this. Even it happens in Puerto Rico. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans that feel that national thing. They, they be having these tattoos in their ankles of coquilla tradition. You know, they want to be like, yo, our culture, we got to preserve our culture. We got to preserve our tradition. Salsa, paquiti. Oh, bueno, salsa is from New York City, but bomba plena. That, that, that tradition from the island. We want to preserve that. We want to preserve our tradition, but yet, when we come to the United States, what do we do is that we pick a side, either Democrats and Republicans, and what does that mean? That means shit for your tradition. Because once you start picking sides, that's why you in that conundrum. Why sometimes the tradition of Puerto Rico is dying out a little bit. Or, or, or I'm not going to say it's dying out. But I'm just saying that there's little sprinkles there that... Mm. I went to Puerto Rico years ago, pre-COVID, and trying to find uh, these topical, tropical candies, you know, that I grew up. Eating in the island, and it will, back then it was easy to find. You'll go to these, uh, what they call their pueblos, and you'll find these stands and stores. I had to go to like a store, even the CVS. There's a CVS in Puerto Rico, and they got those candies. Oh, you want to fight for the tradition? I'm just saying. If you want to fight for the tradition, you don't pick a fight. You want to go on a rally? That's great. You want to fight? Great. But don't go to the voting and thing, continue to vote, 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 vote. For the sake of what? That's the reason why you're in that situation. Folks. Woo! Woo! Yo, I'm just... I could be here forever. I'm back doing these things like on a weekly basis. But much love to everybody out there that supported me. Listening, please feel free to share. Once again, there's so much to talk about. But we making it happen. Much love. I'm out of here. Peace. I'm out.